This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. Michael Babcock will be joining us later, which means for now, the triumvirate has to return. Mojo Mutati, Lucas Whitman, and Edward Lewis kicking off today's show with fantastic news. Because Bronny James officially has been discharged from the hospital after going into cardiac arrest earlier this week at USC's campus. Edward, you got the scoop, brother. Give it to us. Just four days after he suffered that medical emergency, he's back at home. Now, I could paraphrase what doctors have said, but it'd just be easier to read the statement because it's so encouraging. Here it goes from the Cedars-Sinai Medical Group. Thanks to the swift and effective response by the USC Athletics Medical staff, Bronny James was successfully treated for a sudden cardiac arrest. He arrived at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center fully conscious, neurologically intact, and stable. Mr. James was cared for promptly by highly trained staff and has been discharged home where he is rest- Although his workup will be ongoing, we are hopeful for his continued progress and are encouraged by his response, resilience, and his family and community support. So again, Bronny James, huge, huge news. I mean, on Monday, we didn't know if he was even going to make it alive. And now we hear he's a Thursday, already back at home, dealing with his family. And Lucas, his dad, uh, seemed to be very, very pleased about it all, right? Absolutely. And this was the very first time that we've actually heard words directly from a member of the James family. If you recall, earlier on, Tuesday, Bryce posted a little picture of him with Bronny with a heart, but this is coming from LeBron James. He says, you know, people are sending so much love and support to my family, and I can't be more appreciative of that. He said directly, everyone's doing great. We have our family together, safe and healthy, and we feel your love. And he says there's going to be more to come, but right now he just wanted to tell everyone we really appreciate your support. So it's great to hear that everyone is in awesome spirits, and LeBron couldn't be more thankful. You know, there were people like Damar Hamlin, Magic Johnson, basically the entire basketball community showing support for the James family, and he felt the love. Don't you love when social media comes off as such a positive thing to to spread love as opposed to being a cesspool of hate and destruction? I mean, this is just the perfect example of that. Obviously, Bronny had maybe the worst week of his life, potentially even a worse week for his family, having watched this and having no idea as to what caused this. But anytime you can have millions and millions of people reach out to offer their support and condolences and just show and echo how much of a difference that you've made in the world and how much people appreciate you, that just goes such a long way. So you love to see that. I'm curious now what the protocol is going to be for Bronny. I mean, of course, he got discharged from the hospital. They would not have done that unless he maintained a certain level of health uh, for a certain amount of time. Of course, I wouldn't know exactly what that 
what that is, but I'm curious to see if they've discovered what exactly caused this or just that his condition hasn't worsened or, or he sat at a good spot for a little bit. Now he could actually go home and rest up and be comfortable again. Either way, I really hope that they give Bronny all the time that he needs to recover. Of course, we've been chatting about this all week. Bronny's just a freshman. You know, he's just getting started in his college career. They do not need him to play right now. And Bronny does not need to play right now. Time is not of the essence. He has all the time in the world he needs to just rest and get better and get back to the bottom of what actually caused this in the first place. So hopefully they get some answers soon. Regardless, huge, huge news that he's finally been discharged from the hospital and in a better place. And while he's out, I mean, like you said, Mojo, he probably has a thousand questions about what to do from here. Well, Sharif O'Neal, as we talked about earlier in this week, he's obviously Shaq's son. He went through a similar open heart surgery where he needed a long road to recovery. Well, he went on Good Morning America this morning and said he actually reached out to Bronny already. And and, and take a listen to this. He's already willing to give him advice. I talked to Bronny and I sent him a message. I just said, any questions you have, you you can ask me because I can probably answer them for you. I know people are going to be saying they're um, they're like praying for you and all that. You kind of just don't want to don't want to hear too much about it at the moment. When am I going to be able to get back? I can't even walk right now. What is my future looking like? And that's when I kind of realized I was like, I don't know if basketball is going to ever be an option again. He's like, if you make it out of this, you'll be the baddest man on the planet. That just kind of builds a fire up in you and makes you want to go back and get it. When you think about the best case scenario for Bronny, I mean, he was already tight with Sharif before this happened to either of them. And you look at what he was able to do, you know, he played in the G League, he had tryouts in the NBA. It's so hopeful and great to have somebody like Sharif in your corner to be able to say, hey, there is another way out of here where you're going to be okay and this isn't the end for you, regardless of what it is for Bronny. So awesome that he has already reached out to him and, and they're connecting and that he's able to give that advice to Bronny. Now, boxing fans want to see you versus Terrence Crawford. Is that going to happen? Oh, it could happen. It could happen uh, eventually. 2020 you know. 2020? It could happen in 2020. What is your message to Errol Spence? Man, I just tell him, you know, uh, take off them panties and pull his pants up and we'll sign a contract. You know, he's running out of opponents to fight, so it is what it is. Is it something, let me ask this, is it something that you still care about in the future? Uh, we should see. I think that fight definitely happens. I think that fight has to happen, especially for both for our, you know, legacy. What can fans expect once you actually get in the ring? Guess fireworks. <laughs> Everybody wants to both guys. Hey, that's a fight where we say, look, you a champ, I'm a champ. It's 50 50. Let's make it happen. It has to happen. It has to happen. If it doesn't happen, that's, that's, that'd be a big um, black eye for boxing. We must take that fight and let that fight build, and then down the line, let that fight happen. Mojo. I'm on vacation, but you don't often say when you're on vacation that you wish you were somewhere else, but that is exactly how I am feeling right now, brother, because the fight that we have been talking about, Mojo, for years, those clips that we just watched go back to 2020. We've been talking about this fight for even longer, and now, Mojo, we are just days away from Terrence Crawford and Errol undefeated, both champions, both legends. If they hang up the boxing gloves today, Mojo, and they walk away and say, I'm never spending another second in the ring. These two men are legends. 
But we are about to find out who is the absolute king. Yes, because Mojo, after all of these years of talking, and we are literally about to find out. We know you're both great, you're both legends, but who is the king, Mojo? That's what we're about to find out. We actually had a chance to speak with both fighters this week, just days before they do battle in Las Vegas, Mojo. Both guys, shocker, think they're gonna win. Here's Errol and here's Bud. The magnitude it got with me, it been got to me, not in a negative way, but in a positive way. Maybe more motivated and more hungry. You know, I can't wait just to show everybody why I am not the best 147 pounder in the world, but I'm the best fighter in the world, period. Do you believe like that, you know, the talk that this is like the biggest fight in, in some time? Definitely, I definitely believe that. You know, um, this is a fight that everybody been wanting. We got two of uh, the greatest uh, fighters of this era. Uh, going head to head with each other, and it's going to be a great night of boxing, sir. It took a while for me and Terrence to, to happen, but you know, it's happening at a great moment right now. We're fighting for all the marbles. He's undefeated, I'm undefeated. I think it's going to be a great fight, great showing, and we definitely going to get the people their money worth on Showtime pay per view. I'm excited to be a part of uh, this, this fight, this mega fight. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy that boxing is getting the fights that everybody want to see, and it's going to be great for boxing in the future. You know, Mojo, a lot of times when you talk about these fights for years and years and years, the guys sometimes, they're out of their primes by the time they actually fight, but not the case here. You actually are in a unique position where we've talked about this fight. The buildup has been incredible, but both guys are still very much in their prime, and this is absolutely a legacy-building performance for both of these guys. Some of these fights you talk about years and years later. I mean, look at some of the most famous fights that we've ever had. I think this has the opportunity, the possibility to actually be one of those fights that you talk about 30 years from now. Oh, absolutely, Babcock. And if you're not hyped after all that, baby, check the polls because you might not be with us anymore. <laughs> I mean, you said it, bro. This is a generational fight. It's almost bigger than boxing as a whole. Yep. This is going to be something that we're talking about for years to come. I mean, these two fighters have a combined record of 67 and 0 with 52 knockouts. I mean, that right there says it all because somebody's O has got to go. And anytime you can have a fight like that this far into the game, oh my goodness, you know the people are going to turn up to see this one. Now, finally, Showtime Boxing is giving it to us all and the timing could not be better. Brother, this is going to be fireworks. It's all going down in Vegas. I can't wait, man. This is going to be a huge, massive weekend. Yeah. I, Mojo, I think that's a great point, because if you look at what Showtime's been doing with boxing, I mean, <laughs> talk about being the king. You know, Errol Spencer, Bud, will be the king Saturday night, but Showtime right now, they are the king of boxing. Spence Crawford, go back a few months ago, Tank Davis, Ryan Garcia, I mean, they are quite literally putting on some of the biggest fights, not just the month, the year, no. I mean, they are putting on some of the biggest fights that we have seen in decades. And I think there has really been a change within boxing. A lot of times we've seen these undefeated stars 
be content to fight lesser opponents and to cash the checks and not actually test themselves against the other guy who might be the best. But that's all gone. Ryan Garcia, he lost, but he put it on the line. And that's exactly what Terrence and Errol are going to do this weekend. And, uh, you know, look, barring something crazy like a draw, you're right, Mojo, somebody's O is going to go. And the fact that both of these guys have the you-know-what to put their undefeated records on the line to build that legacy, it, it is quite literally as good as it gets, Mojo. You said, you know, check your pulse if you're not into this. If you're not into this, then I, I, I've got news for you. You're not a boxing fan and you don't really like combat sports because it literally <laughs> does not get any better than this. The winner will literally become the first undisputed welterweight champion to hold all four belts. All four belts are on the line Saturday night. It's a fight made in boxing like dream world. Again, Mojo, I think this has the opportunity to be an event that we literally talk about 20, 30 years down the line. Don't catch yourself doing anything else Saturday night. Don't miss this fight. In fact, if you want to buy it, easy as can be, go to showtime.com slash pay-per-view. Buy the fight. Do not miss this. It's going to be great. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports with the triumvirate of Mojo Mutati, Lucas Whitman, and Edward Lewis. Guys, right now we're talking about NFL legend, former Cleveland Browns star, maybe Lucas Whitman's favorite player of all time, Joe Thomas, who was mercilessly and savagely attacked by dogs just recently, but it was kind of funny. Right, Lucas? What happened? Yeah, no need to freak out, Dog Pound. Uh, this was actually a really cool thing. Joe Thomas, yes, who happens to be my favorite player because he's the only good player that we had at the time. Um, he... <laughs> He went to the Randolph Air Force Base in San Antonio with Whitney Merciless, and they got to hang out with some of the coolest military dogs that are out there. Now, these are the ones that are used for tracking down explosives and narcotics and personnel, but they weren't just there to play fetch. Well, actually, they, they kind of did because they were <laughs> fetched uh, by the dogs. They did a 40-yard dash uh, where they were chased down by these dogs, and check out the clip because it is insane. So you ready to suit up or what? Let's do it. Let's go. He looks a little stronger than the other one, Whitney. Oh my God, yo. Let's see how fast the 40 time is. Go! Oh my God. 
Josh. Good guy. My face is covered in grass. Nobody falls like you do. <laughs> you ready? Uh, I'm ready to stop thinking about it. That's yeah. what I'm ready for. Come on over, Joe. And they kind of like take the burn of the hit a little bit, right? Yeah, We're just yeah. trying to get him off. Move fast, Joe. What did I do this? You ready? Go! <laughs> Oh my god. That was a unique experience. My heart rate was as high as I can remember probably since I was playing football. Go! She closed that distance fast. Yeah, she's a fast one. The scariest part about this is, is these dogs don't let go until their trainers say so. So uh, in addition to being able to take down, you know, two former football players that were some of the best football players of their generation, uh, they don't let go unless they're told to. So if this is not an ad for, hey, don't do anything suspicious around these dogs, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, Joe might have slipped them 100 bucks before they started just to make sure that he has the dog to heal. This was Nuts. And this just goes to show you how powerful these dogs are. I mean, we are talking about two of the most dominant players in NFL history just getting ragdolled and tossed around by dogs that are a fraction of their size. I was about to say that first clip we saw Joe, it looked like he still had it a little bit. Didn't go down. He was actually dragging the dog. And then the next clip, boom, flat on his face, eating grass. He probably felt a little bit of impact on that one. Might rank up there with some of the hardest hits that he ever took in the NFL. There was absolutely a whiplash ricochet factor going on uh, with that tackle. But again, wildly entertaining. I'm glad that savage and merciless dog fight. You can walk away unscathed from him and even laughing about it in the end. But a little fun with some NFL legends. <laughs> My goodness, this is great. Fellas, we're taking it all the way to the New York Giants training camp where Saquon Barkley is making some serious moves. Fellas, give us the scoop. Yeah, he actually might have just saved a teenager's relationship, if you can believe that. So here's the story. So Kareem Riyad uh, is a Giants fan. So is his ex-girlfriend, who, who broke up with him back in September. Uh, Kareem was going out to Giants practice today and devised a plan to potentially get her back, and it involved getting Saquon's signature. So he made a big sign. It says, Saquon, my ex will take me back if you sign this. Well, at one point during practice, Saquon saw it, and afterward, he actually signed it. It. Now take a look, this video is crazy. Oh, my God. 
Now, we're told that the fan is now going to drop this off at his ex's house in hopes of, you know, rekindling that romance. So best of luck to him and let's hope it all works out. But, uh, you know, this might actually open a can of worms for Saquon because he might have some other fans now trying to pull the same thing in hopes of getting that one-on-one -on -one interaction with him. Maybe someone will come with a sign that's like, you know, my dad will tell me he loves me finally if you sign this sign or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I could definitely see that happening sometime soon with Giants fans thinking, you know, this could be my one my one opportunity. <laughs> Man, that was that was dark there for a second, Lucas, <laughs> but I think you're absolutely correct, my friend. I think this is going to continue to escalate. This might become a regular thing, and it might get all the way to the point where Saquon starts officiating weddings at the end of the day. Uh, maybe it'll be a new side hustle for this guy. I'm just glad that he spelt Sydney's name properly. You know, Sydney can be spelled with an I or a Y. In this case, it was a Y. Good thing, too, because spelling Sydney's name wrong might have made matters significantly worse for this young man. Perhaps Sydney with the Y thought there was a Sydney with an I in the picture. And who knows? I, I, I don't know. I'm just glad that that situation didn't play out that way. Little concern for this relationship, though, considering this is going to be the foundation upon getting these two back together. You got to hope that isn't a case that is a relevant factor for two people that potentially love each other. But either way, we'll take it for now. Saquon getting people back together. Uh, I, I love to see it. I know Babcock would love to see Saquon get the Giants back together with a title this season, but I guess time will tell on that front. All right, everybody, that'll do it for us today on TMC Sports. But have no fear, the triumvirate will be back tomorrow. Mojo Mojati Lucas Women and Edward Lewis, where it'll absolutely be the best show since today.